0: All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Your Thriving Business, which is the Avalon podcast. And my name is Joe Collins, and I'm the one that's talking at you today. (laughs) I'd like to think of it, 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 hopefully as a conversation of some sort, but uh, uh, I get to sit here and invent my thoughts for for 10 or 15 minutes or so. Um, So thank you so much for listening to that. I hope you find uh, this episode helpful and all the previous ones. Um, last episode, we talked about the compass, which is really, for me, kind of where it all starts. It, it, it's aligning a business with your personal goals and your lifestyle goals um, and getting to create something that is very much a part of you or, or um, puts you in the driver's seat of your life in a way. And work is such a big part of that. Um, and building a business for me has been an avenue to sort of create the life that that I want, the life that I'm choosing without uh, being dictated to too much. Uh, although my kids have lots to say about uh, how I live my life for sure. <laughs> so um, so today in a bit of a, a, a switch up is now, you know, if, we, if we're creating this business that's um, helping our life goals personally, um, what does the business look like itself? And and the theme of this episode is begin with the end in mind. And for me, that really means um, setting goals or or a vision, if you will, for what the business looks like quote unquote when it's done and not that our work as uh, business owners or business creators is ever going to be fully finished um, and and we won't see that uh, fully baked ever uh, which is you know just part of how businesses go but that we can vision out what it looks like and then take steps to make that happen and i'm gonna go through a bit of a process that that i went through and i only kind of noticed this in retrospect and then we had a mentor we have a mentor helping us in our business right now and um really crystallized this thinking and for me i mean uh, wanting to go with a bit of a lifestyle business and that word never really captures it for me because I I don't want to seem like I don't want to work because I I really do enjoy my work. Um, So in lifestyle business seems to be, you know, that four hour work week thing where, you know, you don't work at all and because work is bad or something, but that's not how I take it. Take it more in the sense that Um, that my lifestyle business means that I'm trying to build a business where I really enjoy the work that I'm doing. I'm doing work that I'm really good at, um, and that the, there's people in place to doing their best work as well within our business. Um, and that's a win-win for everybody. And I know as business owners, we try to do it all, but, uh, I think as your business grows, you get to pick and choose a little bit more of where you're most impactful. And following a bit of a strategy on how to make that happen, how to remove yourself from the things that are low impact on your business and focus on the things where you can make the greatest impact. And so how they explained this to me and how it sort of crystallized in my mind was, um, you know, of all things, like separating your business into departments. (laughs) And it doesn't sound like a big aha moment, um, but the way it was explained to me made a lot of sense and, and helped me um, sort of figure out in sequence what things I would be giving up in the business and the departments go like this so department one is your board and strategy so this is really the vision setting and um, setting your strategies on how you're going to achieve uh, the big goals in your business um, so that's like board level strategic thinking um in uh division one division two is marketing so how do we actually attract and uh uh, get new customers to our business get repeat business all that kind of stuff in the marketing department next up is sales and how do you actually turn those really interested people the people that want to do business with you into paying customers and that's uh you know, where the rubber hits the road in a lot of ways. Um, and then operations. So how do you actually deliver your product or service? Uh, who's doing it? Um, and in what manner are they doing it? All that kind of good stuff is in sort of division four. Division five is sort of technical and quality. And I think that uh, maybe um, like in in division four, it's more, um, uh, training and making sure the people who are doing your production work or even your sales work or marketing work are trained in an appropriate way and are doing high quality work and have the technical skills that they need to do that work. Division six, uh, is HR and administration. So everything that's going on kind of behind the scenes, uh, a lot of compliance type stuff that you need to do. And then division seven is finance. How do you, uh, count the money? report on that, uh, and track your key performance indicators, all that good stuff. So that's how it was broken down to me. And the way we achieve maybe a lifestyle, uh, not having to do all those things in our business. Cause when we were starting it out, we, by, <laughs> uh, no means doing it all well, but we're, we're doing it all and it's all of our responsibility. But as a business grows, um, being able to tactfully and um with intention uh pull ourselves out of key aspects of the business i think is really important so the way it was explained to me was we need to remove ourselves in reverse of that so division seven finance role being one of the first things that you should give up in your business it's not highly impactful to the growth of your business necessarily i mean you want it done well but it tends to be that combination between uh, having to have some skill set uh, and needing to get things done, but it would if, if you're running your business, it's going to fall to the bottom. So highly important, highly skilled uh, type of piece, type of work, but can be left to the wayside if you're doing it yourself and have all those other things. So kind of the the no brainer thing to hire out early on is your finance role. Next up would be administration and HR Um, tends to be, again, specialized in the HR area. Admin tends to be labor intensive, uh, but not necessarily highly skilled labor. So you can um, create a process for the things that you need to be done in the business and outsource that to an employee or a virtual assistant or something like that next up would be division five and this is really finding somebody that's in that can work in your business that um, can train and uh, help staff meet your quality guidelines you may set those but having somebody sort of um, make sure the team is uh, doing the things that they're supposed to be doing Um, Division four operations. Uh, I think it's one we, you know, as business owners and if you've read the E-Myth, you know that most business owners were technicians to start, maybe they're plumbers and then they fall into running their business. Um, So don't like to give up this area. And uh, this is a real inflection point, I think, for business owners to maybe uh, to have a little bit of a struggle with until they can sort of see the potential of giving this up and letting other people do that work, Um, but is highly impactful as your business grows because you don't want the clients or your customers all coming to you at all times. Um, It's really gonna bottleneck your business from growing past say that $250,000 a year um, point. So that's, that's an important one. And, um, I think you can find really highly skilled people that don't necessarily want to run their own business. Maybe they've tried before and and just see that it's, it's more hassle than they think it's worth. Um, but still have, you know, still really enjoy the work and, and want to work with someone like yourself. And that's a really good person to find. Uh, the sales side, I think Owners tend to hold on to this a really long time. And I think for good reason, um, nobody kind of speaks the language of your business like you do to potential clients. And I think you'll want to hang on to that uh, role for a really long time, um, depending on the type of business in a, in a way, because I think you know if it's very one-off transactional or your are maybe online sales, that kind of thing, retail, that's um, gonna be easier to give up. Um, But definitely want to train those people to make the sale because conversion rate on that, like if you're setting up them up in the marketing um, and you're not converting people into paying customers, um, that can be really costly for your business. It's something, I mean, for high value customers, like if they're spending more than you know, five to ten thousand dollars a year on your product or service. Um, you definitely don't want those slipping through the cracks. So you might want to hold on to that one a little bit longer in your business. Uh, the third or the sorry, the second to last one is uh, our third came from. Um, the second to last one is marketing. And uh, in some ways, this can be outsourced early, I think. Uh, but you definitely want a lot of insight or you want to be giving a lot of direction on strategy here or getting the help you need in that sense. Um, but uh, having good people kind of at the strategy, at the management, at the, the, um, the doing level um, within marketing and, and helping those things sing and, and work together uh, is really helpful. Uh, we hired out our marketing somewhat uh, uh, a few years ago Um, got help with it at least and especially in the doing category because the doing can be things like graphic design uh, content marketing like writing technical writing um, blog posts that kind of thing Uh, and that can be really valuable if that's not your strength. Um, we just happen to really enjoy that. So hung on to a lot of it for, for a lot longer um, and obviously still hanging on to that to this day in some, some respects. Um, but uh, depending on your strengths and, and how you're feeling as a business owner, that can be a really good thing to to offload even earlier um and then the last thing is the board level strategy this is where you kind of want to end up i think is just focusing on this area making sure that all the different departments are working well together and that they're meshing um, and that's what your kind of leadership role would be in the business and then what this allows too and even if you can hire out this role eventually if you have the size is you can go back into the technical roles if that's what you really enjoy and you just happen to be the owner as well. So that's the, the real beauty of this um, whole process of of giving up. Um, but I think uh, back to the theme of it and beginning with the end in mind is kind of where do you want to add, end up in the business? What kind of work do you want to be doing within that business and and what sort of things within those departments can you give up earlier rather than later and which ones can you hold on to a little bit longer because that's where your strengths are um, and where you're going to enjoy your work the most so that's the episode for today I hope that's been helpful kind of help you structure your sort of semi removal from the business or at least uh, being able to um, uh, give the business its due um, from, you know, perspective of not trying to be everything to everybody, but, um, yeah, let me know what you think. Uh, shoot us an email, shoot us a, a message here at anchor.fm. If you're listening to on that, um, I can always listen to these and answer some questions on the next episode. So please feel free to give us a message and I will answer a, uh, out there question from, from listeners on the next episode. Thanks for, thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Cheers.